Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Now let me ask you something. Would you be happy if you had a beautiful woman of everything that you're attracted to, the magical seven? If you had the magical seven That's what I'm gonna name this podcast. <laughs> if you had the magical seven, would you be happy or would you want more? I wanted to shake it up a minute before we take our first break and I normally do like Q&A but I was like you know what I'm not going to do Q&A this week it's, it's similar to Q&A but I get questions all the time during the week from friends family members people on social media and it's a topic that everybody talks about but everybody's opinion or perspective on it may be different infidelity we were talking about love and relationships and do you think in infidelity in any relationship or marriage is inevitable it's going to happen I think infidelity is caused by the same problem. Uh, It's a system that's put in place to keep society going, Mm -hmm. to keep uh, a man and a woman to have children, to grow into responsible human beings that will have a house and and a car and kids and school and children who will grow up and to have a house. That's what that system was put in place for. Mm And the further that, it's not that we're getting away from the system, it's that we, like, I think millennials, I think our generation is the first generation that's really realizing. I could do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, and these rules are in place for a time that is not here anymore. I don't think that anything has to do with infidelity. I just think that we are living in a life where we are all on our own separate path and we should be able to be happy on that path and we should be willing as human beings Mm -hmm. to walk up to a man or a woman and say, you know what, I really like you, I think you're cool, let's hang out for the next year or two and see where we go from there. And, And the way that I see things is any person that comes into your life, I'm not saying go out there and, and be infidel. I don't know, <laughs> whatever you could call that, whatever title. But any person that comes into your life could be a million and one opportunities. Yeah. And so if somebody comes into, then you take advantage of that opportunity because it's your life. Yeah. It's absolutely 100% your life. And as you need to make sure that you are honest, rather than worrying about infidelity, rather than worrying about, instead of worrying about going out somewhere and, you know, quote unquote, cheating on somebody, just talk to that person about where you are in life. And I think that most people just aren't willing to talk about, you know, look, I know we've been together for a year, but I've grown to this point and this is what I want. This is what I need. And 
uh, can we work with that so, yeah. or do we need to go in just, another direction i think infidelity i mean mm-hmm. i don't praise it or condone it it's one of those things for me i think if people have real conversations and people always say some of the stuff i say on the podcast they're like how are you not in trouble with your girlfriend and, and my mindset or my response is because she knows these things and what i mean by that is people act like i know dudes who are married i know women who are married i know people who are in relationships and i'd be sitting here lying if i said oh i'm in a relationship but i've never thought about fucking another woman right you'd be lying and i talk with rtz all the time and, and i'd be like why people why why can't you just be honest about how you feel me i think infidelity is fucking i, I think it's amazing but it's bad for the people who care the most in that situation of two people and that person steps outside. I, I hate it because it somebody gets hurt. But in the scheme of things, uh, I feel like it's almost one of those things where it's damn near inevitable. It's because when people are in that lovey-dovey stage at first, they're holding back all of the worst parts of themselves because they think that this person that they just got with won't want to be with them instead of just being honest with that person up front about this is who I am. So then after the lovey-dovey stage is over, it's like, well, what the, you know, now we're just here. We don't even have sex anymore. We're not really interested. We don't get along. We don't laugh. We don't, but now we're here because society and 50 years ago, whenever somebody, we talked about this the last show, 50 years ago, if somebody would, if uh, a couple hundred years ago, if somebody would cheat, they would get an A on their chest, so yeah. that you know. It, but now, it's just like, it's like we've just we've realized that it's almost inevitable. We but we don't want to accept it. I still think it's 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 hard to say, you know. And and I try to choose my words wisely, and then I start stuttering and blah blah blah. blah, blah. So I just have to say what I say. And what I mean by that is. I know oftentimes I may get a text message from a girl, a girl that I used to date that wants to make dinner for me, bring me lunch. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to have this conversation. Can't do it. And I'll talk to Artesia and I'll be like, yeah, I heard from so-and-so. And I always try to let her know, for the most part, what's going on with me to where I feel like I'm not hiding anything. Because I get to a point I feel like if, you, if you're talking to all these people and things are being said and you start hiding things, to me, it's a snowball. Yeah, like effect. you said, communication. Yeah, communication. I don't understand yeah. how couples are together and they don't, don't talk communicate. to each other. How do you not know certain things? So for me, when I think about infidelity, I think about, like I said, I think it's inevitable. I think that, I think that all the time we're either cheating, you know, because there's different ways to cheat. You could cheat by physically having sex with somebody. There's emotional, and then I feel like there's something. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, like a metaphor to use but it's just something I feel like you're streamlining something where you're giving it a bridge to where that person may not have come to you or you may not have come to them but it's a bridge there that the possibility if given time and chance and place it could happen and I think we've all done that to some extent I've done that you know what I'm saying and I think it's one of those things to where like you say you get bored uh, you get into arguments to where whatever the case may have, be going on in life. You think if your man was honest enough to come to you and say, hey, we ain't doing this. You probably don't want to touch me, but you're not walking away. You still want to be here. Would it be OK if I go do this? Like, be that open. You may be surprised what you get, but I just think it's one of those things where before cheating happens, just like divorce, you know things happen. Events occurred for it to get to that point for you want it, to want to cheat, for you to want to get to, you know, get divorced. Right. And I think a lot of times when cheating happens, I tell people all the time, I remember my brother, you know, him and his wife are no longer together. And, you know, he's been on the podcast and he talked about where he cheated. And when he first told me about it, I remember talking to him and I said, do you feel bad? And he was like, I feel bad. And I was like, was it necessary? 
He's like, what do you mean? I was like, was it necessary to you? Was she not doing, what was it that she wasn't doing that you needed that caused you to do that? And then I've had girls that have been cheated on by guys, and I'm like, what's your role in this? What do you mean? I'm not playing the victim. I'm not going to do that playing the victim and allow you to be the victim and, and charge him or her. What did you not do in this situation? Because it just doesn't happen. You have men who are just dogs for no goddamn reason. That's just what it is. And then you have men to, and, and women that are not getting something in the situation that causes them to step out, whether it's a listening ear, whether it's a vagina, whether it's a mouth. Something you're not getting. Right. It's like... It's like whenever you go to the gym and you come out of the gym and your mind is your your body is telling you that you need to eat chicken, you need to eat protein. It's because our our mind and our body craves like what it is that we need. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Every every effect has a cause. And people not only do they not appreciate or think about the cause of the effect, they don't take the time to look at that. And usually whenever somebody gets cheated on, then they automatically see themselves as the victim. And once somebody sees themselves as the victim, then anything that they could have done wrong has completely come out of the, it's, it's gone. Like you are, you're never gonna get that information from that person. That person is going to go into the defensive and they are going to, so I did everything yeah. in order to make sure that <laughs> this didn't happen. But they're not, but what they're not telling the people, the friends, uh, but, uh, but I also treated him like absolute shit yeah. for about three and a half weeks <laughs> every single month, yeah. you know, like they, yeah. <laughs> for like six no months part. Exactly. And, and so, but, it goes the other way. Whenever one woman cheats on a dude, I think dudes are a little bit more like, ah, oh, I got cheated on, you know? No, well, I've seen niggas break down. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen some dudes break down, but yeah. I've also seen a lot of guys go, well, you know, I, it is what I it got is. busy. Yeah. I got busy with work. She, you know, she told me she wanted to go dancing. I wasn't going dancing with her. And, and now she's doing Jeff, you yeah. know, the neighbor or whatever. Yeah. And, you, you know, and I think that, I'm not saying that we can see it a little bit more. I think it's just, we just need to come to terms with maybe not everybody is the one that we're supposed to be with forever. And I think everybody tries to make everybody the one. Exactly. And people get on the dating sites and people have these expectations that if this person is not the one, then I'm not even going to waste my time. And they will sit there and scroll past a million people to find one person that they think might be the one just because of the way they look and that person might be the worst person for them. But if they looked at every person as an opportunity for anything, Anything, anything. That's why I say I date. I tell my mom all the time, you know, uh, me and Artiz were talking again last night, and we were out, and I was just looking at the dudes that were out that were my mom age, and I'm like, God damn, it's rough out here. It's fucking rough <laughs> out here. I, it's rough out here for people her age. It's rough out pe- uh, for here for people, women who are 30, da- 30 and below and 30 and above, because I'm just like, it's not a lot of, it's, it's, I won't say it's not a lot of great dudes out here. It's just not a, not, it's not a lot of well-kept dudes. And last night, it was just a lot of bad unkept guys and their standards are so high when their standard or the standard of from a woman's perspective of them maybe him and his friends started a dating website called snooker and they talked about the data and how they programmed it to where everybody that's meeting it's really not their uh per it's not their person who's com- that they're compatible with it's a person that because he they rid up they wrote up an algorithm that connected people by what they look like what they eat 
and things of that nature because you already know everybody who like if, if I'm if I'm good looking I'm gonna pick a good looking woman I'm not gonna be good looking and then pick a girl who's probably overweight whatever whatever the case may be so it's setting people up like you said you grow through a hundred people you pick the person that's attractive but the worst person for you and they said a lot of times. I wanted to give a shout out first off Gabrielle Johnson she was not able to be in the studio today my cause she graduated with her bachelor's degree in criminal justice woohoo congratulations to Gabrielle man you, you got my attention yeah <laughs> I was looking at my phone until you went woohoo but nah man that's a good that's a big feat man to get your degree so I wanted to let you know over the airways I am proud of you keep doing it go and get your masters man might as well you know what I'm saying all this time you want to make more money you want to do bigger things go ahead and get the masters and uh, keep it moving but I wanted to give a shout out to that I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jeff of Sports Cut 101 in the group meet and the reason I say that is because he called me earlier this week I'm laying in bed he texted me and he was like hey man you got a quick second to talk and I'm like yeah I, I can talk bro so I called him and he called me he has his own they, he, him and his business partners they have their own business and it was a concept that I use that he likes and instead of stealing it, like a lot of people have done, also you can go to www.noartesia.com and read her article on, what was it about? How to handle people jacking your shit. Yeah, jacking your shit and imitating you. But he basically, Jeff basically called me and he said, hey man, um, we got a website, we did this, we did that. Uh, I wanted your input. I know Kevin said, you know, you gave him some input. We appreciate the input. But we saw something that you use in your infrastructure of building a business, and we wanted to know if we could use that same thing. But, of course, put our spin on it and maybe use a couple of people that you used in reference to do it. I'm like, bro, I appreciate you just calling and asking and not just taking it. Even though a lot of the things that I use, it is trademarked and, and everything else and copywritten, so it's good. But I just appreciated him calling me. Shout out to Jeff for calling me and asking me for my blessing to do something using an idea that I came up with. So I think that's big because so many times these days people take from you. They take, we talked about energy earlier, people take from your creative energy, your creative genius, and they use it as their own or pa try to pass it off as their own. And a lot of times it drains you. It drains you that you see people taking things from you or taking ideas that you came up with to use them for their own, even if they fail. It's just the fact that somebody took something from you without acknowledging, you know, the situation. So I just want to give a shout out to Jeff and say, man, I, I appreciate you for doing that. Uh, you were talking about masturbating um, in the break. <laughs> <laughs> over the break. No, no we, I, I was yeah. masturbating over the over break. The break. <laughs> so we were talking about from a perspective of like if you want to sleep around and you're in a relationship, you know, or if you break up with a person and something put it in the words it was your words i was saying that i was saying that we should not i i was saying that i look at things from an energy perspective so most people don't have a big goal most people don't have a big vision or a big thing most people are just kind of okay well i'm going to do this for the next five years do this for the next 10 years and i'm going to be able to retire at 65 and and I think visionaries, I think entrepreneurs, I think a certain uh, breed of people have the ability to see this bigger thing and constantly work towards that bigger thing. And I think that you become a, an entrepreneur once you hit, once you 
go over a threshold and that threshold is this is not about a passion anymore or a job or money anymore this is my life and this is who i am yeah if you come across an opportunity a sexual opportunity like we were talking about and that sexual opportunity is driving and pulling at that creative energy to where you have the butterflies and you have that feeling and you have this oh my gosh this is Woo, yeah. what is this pulling me this way yeah. that is a whole lot different than like saying man i'm horny i'm gonna go and find the first fucking chick i can nail yeah. and then nailing her and then like just going okay well i you know who i gotta sneak out before she wakes up or a woman who what we were talking about over the break is you know i say uh, the man doesn't need to call whenever he gets horny and the woman doesn't need to call whenever she gets lonely and if that's after, the, they broke after up. people break up and yeah. people break up then they break up and you don't you don't go back but i think people infi- it's not you know we were talking about infidelity infidelity is completely different if there's something bigger at the end yeah. if you're just fucking horny then jerk off and see if that if if coming clears your head to where you are no longer going to make that decision because i think you know one of my friends in high school he used to say that just jerk off like that was like one of his things that he would just tell people yeah. like uh, a guy would be talking about this girl or whatever and he's like just jerk, jerk off, off and, and see if you head. still f- if you feel the same way because in more than in 9 times out of 10 after those two people have that infidel- the infidelity, after they have the yeah. act, they're going to feel ashamed. Yeah. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I shouldn't, have, yeah. I, have, I shouldn't have done that. It's difficult. And, and I, I agree. And I agree with that. But my mindset is, if you're in a relationship or you're married, and every time you want another piece of pussy and you go masturbate, isn't that, to me, kind of suppressing... What you oh really yeah, actually, do. oh yeah, actually, it is. And here's, I've been in that situation. And here's the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is I have gone, I have gone so, so, so long without masturbating because I don't think that, like, it was like a test to see yeah. if I could go a, a very long time. I'm not gonna. I've been there. <laughs> it's I didn't, been, didn't last. It's been, I, dude. I mean, it's been at <laughs> least three days now. It's like, it's like the longest damn time. No, addictions, so, man. Addictions. No, I, I understand what you're saying about suppression, but. At the same time, if 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 your if your dick is not getting hard for the woman that you're with, and your dick just gets hard at every single woman that passes, that might not be you're not you might not be with the right woman. Yeah. But then you have people like me, who I don't I don't get sexual urges unless I get the bigger whoa 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 energy urge and so i'm not sitting here having to test out something all the time and so i think for somebody like me it would make a little bit more sense it's like okay so i I haven't been really attracted to the woman that i'm with and i've been thinking about other is this really me is this you know is this is this is this just just an urge i mean i'm hard right now should i you know whatever yeah I think we should be able to. I think it all just comes back to being honest. Yeah, I think like, it's being honest. I, I think it's being honest, but it's one of those things. I feel like my mic just changed, but I feel like it's it's being honest. But I could just say this because it's not even just being in a relationship. Now, in every relationship that I've ever been in, whether I was faithful or whether I stepped out emotionally or physically, I've always 
had a need for multiple women. And what I say, and what I mean by that, I've, I've told the story about being on a, um, on the dating websites. And I'm not the person now. I do have standards. So, I so now we're getting into something completely different. Yeah. Now yeah. we're not talking. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so why didn't we do this in the first fucking hour? Well, like, I, what? I, I, you, you couldn't even be I, honest with me being around I the bush. You, I told you. We man. went through this whole infidelity thing to the just get to the hour. fact that Anthony wants to be with multiple women. Okay. So here we are. Oh, hour two. <laughs> Here's, okay, guys. Uh, hello. Testing. Here's the real conversation. Anthony Roberts being honest. But we always come, you know, I tell you all the time on the podcast, I, be, I tell people all the time, I'm like, the second hour is the most realest hour. And I always try to give people something educational at the beginning, something we can learn, something. You know, and, and some people who are not the here for that may feel like, oh, this is boring. But I try to give something that's educational and then an honest moment. And I think, honestly, I've talked to a lot of people, and, and I think, to me, it fucks people up to not be able to be who they really are. To be re- who they really are in any facet of life, whether it's working a nine-to-five in corporate America, but you really want to be painting. You may not make a lot. You may not make eighty grand like you would at corporate America, but you would be so much happier painting. Maybe you need to subsidize your whole life. And just live a, a, a mediocre life to get the things that you want. Me, when it comes to relationships, since we're talking about relationships and infidelity, I feel like every relationship I've I ever been in, from the ones that were great to the ones that were bad, I always wanted to have sex with the person I'm with and other people. And some people may be like, oh, he's just a dog. Nah, I'm not a dog. I know who I am. And it's one of those things about being honest. And, and, and even when I dated online dating, I didn't go on. When I dated online, I didn't go online to say, whew. I'm looking to find somebody. I, I was looking to find somebody, all right. I was looking to find somebody to have sex with and, and have time and do this. That's why now when you go to websites, they say, every website, even eHarmony or whatever other website, they, don't, they have different things. Are you here for what? Dating, long-term, marriage, sex, uh, p- multiple partners, or casual. And a lot of people will put on long-term relationship or they're gay and they're, you know, and they're fighting being gay. So they're looking for a, a, a man and they're a woman or I'm a man looking for a woman or a woman looking for a man. A lot of people are signing up and they're not being honest with themselves. And I think not being honest with yourself in relationships and every other everyday life, it causes conflict. So- yeah, you have guys that are getting on there and they think that they can attract more women if they put long term on their relationship. Yes. But if they just put casual, then they would attract the right women. And they wouldn't have to go through the they bullshit. They wouldn't have to go through the bullshit. The, the, the first day she come over, it won't be like, oh, let me get dressed up and and I don't even dress up. And let me go pay $100 for a dinner for a girl I really just want to fuck. You put casual and not to be funny, maybe if you put casual, you'll get a girl who's a little bit and you don't really care for big girls. Get a blowjob out of it. Right, <laughs> right, her. right. Do a dog style. You ain't got to look at her face. If you get a girl that's too skinny, maybe she ain't what you want. Get a blowjob out of it. I mean, at least you're getting something that you want out of that casual situation. And that's that's my whole thing about people just being honest with themselves. I know too many people who are married, married with kids, married with no kids. And their life sucks and they're bored. And, they're, yes. and it's because they're doing what society told them to do. Them that's to the do. reason why I say, so now this is a completely different conversation. I don't think that there's any problem with men that need to be with multiple women. I think that there are creators that if, if somebody is working at a gas station and they don't have a car and they can't afford their cell phone and, and, and they can't take care of their basic responsibilities and they don't have any kind of future, that dude does not need to be with multiple women at once. 
someone who's someone who's creating someone who has more and someone who needs more the more creative you are the more energy you're you're going to need the more women that you need to have around you the more and the more attention the more uh publicity the more you need to be on the air the more you need you see what i'm saying that's what you need and to suppress that yes we're going a completely different direction you know what i'm saying this is not infidelity this is you expressing who it is you are As a human, and you are a human who thinks and acts and talks and believes bigger. And in order to do that, you are going to need more things, and that more those more things might be more energy from more women. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with a woman who is doing the same thing. But it's like I said during the break, there needs to be a bigger purpose or a goal. I can see if you were with more women, or if I were, then I could see how that would. Yeah. expand and make the foundation the infrastructure bigger if a woman wants to be with multiple or has multiple that needs to be for the same reason yeah. because those men can expand and everybody needs to be honest with each other and know what's all going on yeah i think and, and, and going back to what you were saying about masturbation i think masturbation is a thing where people i think it's in my mind in my opinion which means it doesn't mean it's correct it's just my thoughts if off the top of my head right now when i think about people who masturbate and why they masturbate i have friends who don't even watch porn right but i think from myself from my perspective when i masturbate I masturbate for one, it's a release. Like I could be stressed and be like, all right, I need to masturbate. And then I can masturbate to keep myself in line in the situation in which I'm in right now. Meaning I'm in a relationship. So when I masturbate, it's to suppress myself from going outside this situation. I've been in a situation where I have sex and then still an hour later I masturbate because I have I've had a higher sex drive than every partner I've ever been with. But the thing about masturbation is to go back to what your friend was saying about masturbating and getting that edge off and then moving on. Well when you masturbate, most people if they masturbate to porn, if I masturbate, I'm looking at porn. I don't just I think it's kind of creepy to me. Some people may think it's creepy to watch people and be like, "Oh, let me get one out." I think it's creepy to sit in your fucking room with the TV off and just use your imagination to beat off. Like, no, give me a visual. So it's one of those things like when you That's masturbate. That's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard before. So when you're masturbating. Some dude just yeah, staring in the mirror at just himself. In the mirror. Just, no, no, I need to see physical something going on. So I feel like when you're masturbating, you look. That's why they give you categories to what you're looking for. So when you masturbate, if you're looking for interracial sex or if you're looking at anal or if you're looking at ebony or if you're looking at whatever the, the category may be. It's a preference that you have. That get, it's something that gets you off. So you can masturbate to keep yourself from cheating or doing these things. But nine times out of ten, when you're masturbating, you're not going and looking at something that's, that looks like what you already have, if that makes sense right. to you. Which means you have a need for something else. You have a desire for something different. And if or that multiple something is Multiple something's different. To where it's like no matter what that woman does, your girl, your wife, your significant other does, it's still not going to be enough because you have different needs. You may have needs for a full figure woman. You may have needs for a skinny woman. You may have needs for a redhead. You might yeah. have needs for a Hispanic chick. You might have that. needs for an... And you can't get you that can't from get it all out of one any person. one person. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So what it doesn't, the fuck do you do, Jason? Right. It doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> you tell your woman that you need to be with multiple women and she and and her be involved. You tell and your woman needs to understand that baby this is not about me getting my sexual needs taken care of through other women. This is about you and me 
getting my getting my getting my sexual needs taken care of. But but at the same time, you should be able to be with a woman who accepts that of you and who is willing to be a sexual partner in all of that, so that you can have. If you say, "Look, I need seven different women," the magical seven. I need seven different women, and this is the list of the women. And then you get that, and then you're sitting here, and you're like, oh, okay, so I need 36 magical women. <laughs> and then you get that, and then you, you just really have to look at yourself. Not look at yourself, but you just have to see what is the bigger yeah. goal. Now, let me ask you something. Would you be happy if you had a beautiful woman of everything that you're attracted to, the magical seven, if you had the magical seven... That's what I'm going to name this podcast. <laughs> if you had the magical seven, <laughs> would you be happy or would you want more? You know what? I don't know. And the thing about it is one of the biggest things that keeps me grounded here in the situation and relationship I'm in now is respect. It, right. It's, it's, right. It's, I was going to say it's just... It's absolutely, totally respect. Like And, and knowing it. that you can have the magical seven. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, <laughs> but it's like I respect her and then you know I respect her I love her and it's one of those things where you like fuck and you and, and when you like you said living in a society where they keep you, where you're supposed to walk the line straight and narrow like if I had a conversation with my mom and I was like hey mom I love Artesia I think she's the one but blah 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 I need a magical seven she's gonna be like uh are you fucking serious she may not shame me because that's not who she is, but nobody's going to be okay. Because life, because life is just, because people just need to do it and they need to be comfortable with it. Like, and you have to think about it from the girl's perspective too. Like, you know, like some girl goes to her parents and says, hey, you know what? I met this guy, Anthony, and I'm going to be one of his magical <laughs> seven. <laughs> It's so crazy. And then everybody yeah. goes, and then we have like a dating site called magical7.com and people just go there to get with the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it reminds me of Billions. It's another show. It's on Showtime. And Billions, it's basically like this U.S. attorney and his wife is a, uh, basically like a therapist, a psychiatrist for um, this big company, less like Saks Fifth or Goldman Sachs. And basically... All these guys, you know, it's a stressful job to be a financial analyst, a, a, an investor and all of that. So she basically is a, 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 a shriek, a shriek for them. So they have a relationship because they're both in power. They make a lot of money. She makes more than him. But she's his dominatrix. But she allows him to go to these underground places, sexual places where he can have sex with other women or whatever fetish he has. It can be taken care of. But it's a password. It's a code. That they have to give each other when they're going. They have to be honest and say, hey, well, I'm going here tonight. You're out of town. I can't do this. So I'm going here. So one night he goes to the underground sex ring because he sees her with another guy, but she's not cheating. It's a business meeting, but he thinks she's cheating. And he goes down to the place and the lady who starts doing the dominatrix work with him, she was like, so did you get permission from your wife? Because he has to get permission because that's his dominatrix, his head dominatrix. And he's like, I didn't get permission and she immediately stopped I thought that was the dopest setup to have all those people involved to be able to say well I get everything that I need from you because I mean think about it what relationship have you ever been into where if you wanted anal you got it you got a great blowjob you got great sex all of that 
What relationship have you really been in? That I was thinking that I was sitting at my computer the other day, and it's probably stupid as shit. But I was mm-hmm. like, were, were you asking something? Yeah. Were you asking? I, I wasn't. Yeah. Well, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what it's like, but what relationship? I'm just, it's just a state. It's a question slash statement. Right. It's like, what relationship and, and, have you ever been in where you got everything? Well, and then sexual? at the same time, whenever I asked you if you had the magical seven, would you be happy with that? And you said, I don't know. I think that was one of the most valid answers that it would probably anybody go up. because because it would probably go up. It's it has nothing to do with a woman. It has well, nothing to not. do with a woman's feelings of or emotion. Not. It has nothing to do with anybody's. It has to do with who you know you are. And it has to do with the urges, the creative force, all the energy that you feel that you know this is who you are and what it is you're supposed to be doing. And so you either need to do it as Lone Ranger or you need to make sure that you are with a woman who understands exactly. and can grow with you. Because it's like you were saying about the billions and the, the dominatrix. That's a that's that's a couple that's together because they realize they can grow yeah. together in power. But the sexual, all these urges, all these needs, you're not gonna get it from a person. Yeah. And, and you're not gonna get it from multiple people. My brain works so fucking fast, I have no idea why people's brains on the planet don't work like mine. And then at the same time, to keep up with everything that's going on around me that's not going at the speed that I want it to go. Yeah. That takes time and energy and, and emotion and all this stuff. But if I could get my life around me, to the point to where everything happened in my in my life around me the way that my brain worked that would be perfect it'd be perfect that would be utopia you know so but, you never met a woman who no not you at know, all you know what I came up with you know I, I think it's the Bible where they say the man should not live by bread alone it's stupid but I was sitting at the at, at my computer and I was like man shall man man cannot come by head alone. No. That's like a tattoo. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it's going to be like a bumper sticker that but, you see everywhere now. I mean, it's just, I, I, and I always think, and I'm like, and it's not only men that feel that way. It's like a lot of women, you know, who like different size dicks and different type of shit. And it's like, can you get everything you want? It, we, and at some society, point you settle. That's society, why they call it settling down. So Exactly. Yeah. Society, society has made us ashamed of things you know like the reason why i like our software is because it gives people a chance to do something that they're already doing and there doesn't have to be any weird interaction but you take the tip the typical multi-level marketer and they're in the grocery store line and the cashier is like hey how you doing they say something funny instead of just like not giving a shit and that person immediately goes oh my god this would be they're thinking to themselves this would be a great person to be in my multi-level marketing downline and this is what they do they go if you uh, if you if you need a way to make more income, then why don't you take down my number? I I have a, a way for you. And that person's sitting here going like, okay, but if I were to believe that this person could make me more, that person would be like, hey man, dude, you should come and work for me. I have a way for you to make more money. Here's my card. Let's uh, my my card says bad motherfucker on it. Let's fucking quit. You quit your job right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's and and then all of a sudden that person would have every bit of confidence that you could change their life and you could do these things for them. But there's no there's this there's this scared exchange because society has taught us that sales are bad and that multi-level marketing is bad and then you have this person who's trying to do it and they don't believe in it and so it's the same thing here it's like society is telling us anthony you can't be with multiple women anthony 
And it's not that you can't be with multiple women. It's that you can't have exactly what you want in this life. But when do you ever get to have what you want in this life? You follow laws by man. You follow laws by if you're if you're a believer in religion. You follow laws of religion. You follow laws at work. Well, as long as you're not hurting anybody or killing anybody, exactly. You can make what you want here. Then the things that you want do not need to stop. The things that you want do not need to stop. You can quote me on this. This is a bad fucking quote. <laughs> the things that you want don't need to stop at your sexual frustration. They need to begin. At your sexual creation. Woo! Did you hear that? <laughs> but that's but that's once you start becoming loving yeah. and satisfied yeah. and you know what I mean? It's not even a craving. It's that we are not being satisfied. Yeah, that's true. Once we get to the point to where we are satisfied, we no longer have the craving. I might crave ice cream every night but you know when I don't crave ice cream is right after I fucking ate ice cream yeah. right after I ate ice cream I could give a shit yeah. about eating ice cream but I've, uh, I've said that too I told our teacher I said man I told her I said if we don't work out I'm probably never settling down she's the for me she's the best person I've ever dated and that's not because she's sitting in this room or because she listens to the podcast because I say all of this shit on this mic you know how many ex-girlfriends say shit still now to this day? Right. But I always tell her, I'm like, if we, if, if, if this doesn't work out, if, if, if marriage and nothing comes out of fruition, I will probably be that dude who just lives a nice life. And not to be funny, I'm not, I'm, I'm direct. I'm not going out to bars to find the type of women I want. I'm, I forgot, it, I think it was on Criminal Minds. It was an episode where they had a rink. It was like a, a ring of women, a brothel. But it was like the upscale kind to where you pay $500 or $1,000 for exactly what you want. Not to be funny, if I'm making that kind of bread, that's probably what I would do. I literally could deal with a situation of being by myself for the rest of my life like a lot of millionaires do. And you buy your woman or rent the lady that you want from a specific situation to where you're able to get that Brazilian with a fat ass and breast. And she gives a great blow. Right. Or if you want or you you need somebody to go dancing with or if you need someone to go to dinner with or if you want to go on this two week cruise with this woman and you want to just get her. I'm honestly when I was younger, I used to be like, that's bullshit. But when you get older and you like and you like you said, you know what you want and multiple women may be what you want. Multiple things may be what you want. It's one of those things where you're like. Like you said, why the fuck am I just going to put myself in a box and risk being miserable? For you know the what the beautiful thing about this podcast is, is it's not that it gives you the ability to be honest. It's that it gives you the ability to talk about these things that are yeah. really going on. Because here's the thing. After having this podcast, no woman should ever be upset at you for what it Any is that you want successful. thing. Like what, like what you want sexually or uh, no woman can ever come to you and it's say like, I didn't know I didn't know uh, no, oh Anthony no. Anthony here's the thing if you go and meet any woman the first thing I want you to hand her a thumb drive and say hey that, listen to episode <laughs> yes, 74 at the 87th minute yes. you know exactly you know I exactly and what I like and what my yeah. thoughts are you don't have to listen to the and first time if I'm hour. not doing these things I am suppressing all of this for you baby yeah, right right so, and that means that means that you know that we we just met in 87 minutes later you know that you will be holding me back from from living the life that i want to live so here it is three hours into our relationship you already know that you are the one bitch that's holding me back (laughs) you know women think they can change you though I think that that's the thing, and you know, and, and the re- the funny thing is, is the reason that a lot of my relationships has never worked out, 
is because of the same mindset because I I like multiple women. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, and it's not even that it's not even multiple, it's energy. Yeah. And and being able to have what you crave so that you don't crave it, so that you can be satisfied and stay in that creative natural force, that driving force because the moment we don't get any one thing that we don't want that we want then it trickles into everything else but it's the one other thing what do you feel about people like say for, let's 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 talk about anal i heard people talk about anal all the time i actually honestly didn't care for anal probably just two years ago was he too big what the anal <laughs> the guy <laughs> the guy that was taking I was like, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> but no I, I was just like you know i never even thought about it and then it's like again i was watching porn and i started seeing more of it during porn like it used to be a category where it was like hey this is anal but now it's like right in the middle of whatever you're watching at some point it happens and you be like damn that i mean doesn't look too bad and then i, I had a podcast a couple uh earlier last year and i was like the first time i had an opportunity for anal i was like nah can't do it but it's like it fucks with your head sometime or my head because I'm like, you'll see it and you're like, damn, I would like to try that. But when you get the opportunities to do it, you're like, eh, I don't know if I want to stick my dick in the shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's my thought. So it's, it's, a lot of times, like you said, we when you asked me the question about the Magical 7, a lot of times we also feel like we want things that we really don't know we don't want. But how would you know that if you've never tried that? I've always went back to saying people always be like, back in the day I used to say I wanted a virgin or a girl who hadn't been with a lot of people. No. If, like I say all the time, I prefer a girl who has some experience as opposed to one who doesn't. Because before you can please me, you got to know what pleases you. One of my uncles uh, asked me that whenever I was like 15 years old. He asked me if I was still a virgin, and I told him I was saving myself for marriage. And he said, why on earth would you marry a girl who you've never had sex with? Yeah. And and I didn't know at the time. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. And he, yeah. and he had a little bit longer conversation with me about it. But it kind of changed my perspective about... We need to be with people. We need to be in situations where we're happy, where yeah. we're satisfied. And 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 one of the things that I've known since I was a kid is, you know, whenever I grew in the neighborhood I grew up and I saw my neighbors over here and my neighbors over here and my neighbors over here and none of these people ever looked happy. Never. None of these people ever looked like they were clawing at life for the next opportunity to grow. These people, all of these people looked like they were living roles, living by roles that a government or a society or somebody played. Assigned play, to them. Yeah, that assigned to them, yeah. and they're just living out those roles. And that was that's that's their entire intent. The entire hundred years that they're on living this in planet is living that role. But you know what's so funny? I know more than a handful of people. We talked earlier on the podcast. I was like, I felt like last year I didn't know myself. And I had lost myself. I had lost myself. And I came to the conclusion. I was telling Ortiz, I had lost myself because I wasn't being honest with myself. What I mean by that, I used to sit up and even people who have been on this podcast, before we get on the air, they'll say, hey, we can't talk about this because of a job. We can't talk about this because of my wife or my girlfriend or this person. But it's like you said it already when the mic was, you know, wasn't a hot mic. But you feel that way. So if you are not, if you're talking about it to me. But your spouse or your significant other or your friend doesn't know about it. You're being to me. I feel like you're being fake. It creates misery. You're miserable. The shit rubs off on somebody else. It completely else. changes the dynamic of you having the person in here Period. because now you're having to not be you, you just so they can be comfortable with with who they're not being. And you see why I do the podcast pretty much by myself or with new people. <laughs> 
So it's hard for me. I, you can't be you can't be around me or even I, be on I've this podcast. I've written so many books. I mean, there's there's nothing that I haven't done in my life that I haven't written about in books. And one of the things that I talk about in a couple of my books, one of the most freeing things that you can ever do is share who you are with everybody. Yeah. Share your life with everybody to the point to where you don't have to lie about shit. Yeah. You can just be who you Straight are. Up it is the most freeing thing because now you can talk in a, and it doesn't fucking matter. It, you can do anything. It doesn't matter. The only thing I don't say on this podcast is really stuff that's her business or like somebody else's that's like close to me and I'm like I know they don't want this out there because it's not my place to tell somebody else's business. But me, myself, I'm free with really talking about things because I feel like I've had so many people email me, text me, call me, and be like, hey, bro, I, I like what you said, and being honest about it. Because so many times you, you get a podcast, so we listen to live radio, and you'll hear somebody, like, say, for instance, Drake and Joe Button right now. You know, they're, they're beefing. You may talk to Drake, and Drake may tell you part of the story. He's not really giving you the full insight to it, to where it's like, not to be funny, he didn't answer any of your thoughts or your questions that you may have as a listener, as a fan. You listen to Joe Button? The podcast he did with the Brilliant Idiots, the podcast he did with Carrie Champion, um, be honest, he's real and transparent about everything, which makes him more interesting to listen to. Because not only do you get insight, you're learning something from him, whether you're learning something that you like about him or something that you don't like about him. But the worst conversation or the worst podcast or interviews I listen to is not to be funny, like Obama doing that town hall shit a couple weeks ago. He didn't answer one goddamn fucking question direct. I love Obama. But when he did that, I was like, I still don't know what your point or reply or answer was to this person asking, how do we stop cops from killing black people? How do we stop black people from wanting to kill cops because of what's going on? How did this systematic oppression happen and how do we break that? If somebody doesn't answer your question directly, you have no answer. You have no insight. You don't know that person. You don't understand that person. And I feel like everybody's whole life is just a bunch of nothing. Because we're not telling people anything and people are not telling us anything and there's no resolve or resolution to any of the issues. And, th and I know I kind of got off topic, but it because it's you can fit no, all it these is issues. The, it is a topic. Yeah, because it, you can it's, fit all it's these mis, issues. It's all place. miscommunication. Yeah. That's what it all comes down and to. it's simple. It, it, it all comes down to people not being honest about who we really are. We are following this. We are following this bullshit. And so if you actually lived in a place where people could just say, you know what? Yep, this is who I am. This, yeah. this is exactly what I want and this is exactly in the, then everybody can be accepting of that but like you said we spend so much time not saying anything to each yeah. other I can go and run 10 errands right now and you know what my the extent of my communication with people is going to be hello how are you today yeah. I'm doing well how are you good and they may be miserable and that's but that's <laughs> it and then another person walks by hey how are you doing today good how are you and that's it. And then, and you think about this, like think about somebody who works at a grocery store and they say that 800 times a day, but they are miserable. Because, and that's and they're think programming about, themselves. And think about the 800 people that have asked them that, that are miserable, Bro. that are all going throughout the day and they are saying that to another 800, and they're all, and then every once in a while, you have one person, one person who is pulled out from that and gets it and says, hey, you know what, dude, I'm fucking fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for asking yeah. me. Yeah, what do you do? You know, and yeah. that's the one. I, talk, I was talking to my daughter about it, and we were, we were sitting down. I can't remember who we were sitting with, but um, I was just telling her, I said, if you take the average room, it, you know, I would like to say 100 people, but in reality, it's probably about 10,000. Yeah. If you take the average room of 
a thousand, ten thousand people, whatever, there's gonna be like one person in there that every one of those other people would work for or follow yeah. or allow to, or, or that's it. But of the entire room of 10,000, just one, just one, there's one person in there who could be dynamic and charismatic and believe in himself yeah. enough to lead those 10,000 people. And so if you really think about that dynamic, you just really have to ask yourself. Artesia, you have to ask yourself. I know you're sitting there, you're not listening to the <laughs> microphone, you know, but everybody but everybody listening to this has to ask themselves, if you were sitting in a room of 10,000 random people, right? there's 10,000 people like at Six Flags right now. If you were in a room with 10,000 people, would you be one of the 9,999 waiting for somebody to do something to lead them? Or would you be the person that could lead all of them to do anything? That you needed them to do. I think she could lead, but I think with her, she just like she's a role player, and I, that's one thing that I'll say even about her. Like, it's important to know your role, and she is a role player. Like for me, she and, and she always tells me a lot of times. I'm like, maybe I just should not do this, and she'll be like, "You were meant to lead and do these things. This is who you are." I she you know she'll tell me all the time. You know, I give you events to go to. Because I know you could go in and work a room. You're charismatic. You have that that that. What's the word I'm looking for? Who? Huh? It factor. Hmm? It, it factor. Put the goddamn mic to you. <laughs> but she always be like, you got the it factor. You got something, and she'll be like, I know these things, but I don't have the the presence that you have. So I've always respected her for knowing her role, you know. And, and she's taken a lot of hits in her life, and people saying shit about her for her knowing her role and just being who she is and I've always tried you know to, to show my appreciation for that more so last week and I don't do that a lot and I know this past week I was like hey I just wanted to let you know you dope I wanted to let you know I appreciate you I want to let you know this and this and that and she was like one day she hit me up and she was like are you okay and I'm like what the fuck you mean <laughs> I was like okay I know I don't tell her enough because I always tell her the things that she doesn't do and right. I was like a lot of times I think we don't realize how powerful our words are you know, our words to say, hey, thank you. I appreciate you. And I think about that all the time. And I always talk about reciprocity. And I'd be like, well, shit, I always want somebody to tell me these things. But am I telling other people these things? You know, am I am I showing appreciation to the friends who are there for me, for the people who are in my corner? So I think she can be a leader, but she just chooses to be. Yeah. And, but yeah. And it does. And it doesn't even have anything to do with uh, Artesia. It has to do with it has to do with everybody. Yeah. You know, if you think about, like, think about that stadium over there. There's the Dallas Cowboys Stadium over there. It, I, if, who would be the one, per, you know, in any situation, like, I, I don't know about you guys um, or, or most people, but where I've put myself in my life and the education and the things that I strive for and work hard for every day. And it's not even like I make a to-do list like, uh, okay, so I'm going to wake up this morning. I'm going to spend the next six minutes trying to build some empire. Yeah. I know for a fact that if you put me in the head of a country with 300 million people, I could lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you could put me uh, with a world with seven and a half billion people and I could lead. And so it's that's what I mean is is being able to not not just say, yeah, I can be a leader, but knowing that you are actively every single day working 
to take on that role if that role ever did come. I tell my, I tell everybody that I know, whenever somebody says, I don't know how to drive a stick shift, I go, that is the dumbest thing that I have ever heard. I just said you should, time. you need to learn how to drive a stick shift because you will never know if you are in a situation where there is only a stick shift car. Yeah. Just like a motorcycle. Somebody would never know if they're in a situation where the only thing that they had to get away with was a motorcycle. What about a helicopter or an airplane? Y'all know how to ride the, I know how to do these things. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If I needed to operate a crane in order to save my life and my family's lives, I know how to do it. It just yeah. because I've taken the time to go through the processes and go through the, tra you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so I've funny had that those experiences. Yeah. And it's funny that you said that because this past week at my job, I had to, uh, I work with a team. It's mm -hmm. well, it's just me and this other guy. And he wasn't there this week uh, on, on Monday when we had to do some cleaning up and, and restructuring some things. So it was a, it was like a John Deere vehicle that I had to drive because the sales uh, cross guy who was there on my job, he was like, hey, uh, we're going to move this stuff over here. And they left this John Deere uh, machine for us to drive. And he was like, hey, uh, I don't know how to drive this. And he was like, can you drive? I was like, yeah, motherfucker. I don't, I didn't know how to drive the motherfucker either, but I got it. But you got it. You I got, got it, it and you did it. I looked at it. I was like, mm, okay. There's only so many There's things that smoke. this can do. So I was like, okay, I'm flooding this bitch. Let me right, right. And it was, it was similar to a stick. But eventually, I drove it over there. I drove it back. And then when I saw the guy who owned it, I said, hey, I drove it over there and back. But I just want to kind of reiterate, how do I, what do I need to do going forward? But I jumped on it. I figured it out. And I drove it because he didn't know. He didn't try. And then I was like, well, shit, if he said he don't know and I say I don't fucking know, I'm not about to carry all this shit 100 feet away, you know, when right. I drive it. So. It's probably the first motorcycle that I ever purchased, I didn't know how to ride it. I, I had them. Uh, <laughs> I fell off a motorcycle years before yeah. I ever got a, a motorcycle, and that was the only experience I had on a motorcycle. But I knew how a four-wheeler worked uh, with the little thumb accelerator and the, and the, and the way to shift it. For very first motorcycle I ever purchased, I had them drive it home from the dealership. I yeah. put my helmet on, my jacket and everything after they <laughs> left, and I took it in the neighborhood behind my house. I knew the basics and I just drove through this neighborhood for like an hour. And then I was like, I think I can take it out on Alma. I think I can take it out on 75. I think I can get on six. And before you know it, I'm driving a motorcycle yeah. and I'm confident. And what I mean by leading is not just having all those, not just having the skills and the mindset, because at the end of the day, people are humans. And if you can overcome about 30 or 40 different emotions that somebody could do towards you, then you can overcome anything. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not even the person that knows how to take the lead. Yeah. It's the person that says, I was meant for this role and I can be the one that does it. And there's not that many of those people on the planet. And that's not anything bad about us. That's something that it took me a long time to get to the point to where I could say on a podcast that I know that I could run a country or yeah. we're in a world. Yeah. You know, it not everybody could say those things yeah. and not everybody could feel confident that if this if somebody was listening and said well shit there's our solution yeah. jason we were listening to you know it's like did y'all hear that mr jason criddle and the in the real is you know the reality is said he could lead the world oh my god there's our answer all the un is going to come and knock on my door <laughs> dude you said you could run the world we have been waiting yeah. for yeah, somebody like you to come by but if that did happen I'd go yeah. and I'd say I can do it. I wouldn't cower. I wouldn't say I was full of shit. I wouldn't say, oh, did I say that on that podcast? Yeah. And, and even though I'm saying that about running this, was this world, yeah. you have the right to say that about Anthony. Yeah. You have the right to say, 
I'm the leader of this ship. I'm the captain. This is my life. This is who I am. And I, it doesn't matter who comes into your life. They need to be in your life on your terms. Yeah. That's the only way that you're going to get bigger. If somebody is in your life that's causing you detriment or turmoil or you're not being able to progress because that person is holding you back, whether they're aware of it or not, yeah. you need to get rid of them because that's yeah. the only way you're going to progress. Yeah. You will. The only reason why we hold on to those things is because we are afraid of losing them. We've we've become it's become so habitual yeah. that we're scared that it's not going to be there. But one of the things that we never take into effect is that more and better will always come if you are getting rid of the worst. You and know, I think it's just and back. I think it's just doing and and for me it's learning how to do what's best for you without being apologetic about it. Like when like even with the podcast or just people who are surrounding you like I know I was sitting in a barbershop yesterday we got about 10 more minutes but I was sitting in a barbershop yesterday and they were talking about people who come to events empty handed and one of the barbers uh, his name was EQ and he was like one of the fucking things he's like one of the best fucking things you could do to figure out if you need to friend zone a friend if you got a barbecue and they you, you know normally when you have a barbecue you already cooked everything if you tell somebody to bring something it's just because bring something that you may like or just don't come to this bitch empty handed he was like I'll call and say hey can you pick up a bag uh, you know can you pick up a couple bags of ice a couple bags of ice three bags of ice may cost what three dollars maybe right. if that and he was like if that person says ah, three bags of ice he's like put that motherfucker in the friends friend zone that friend because if you got to take a deep breath and ponder about three bags of ice when you about to come over here and eat steak and brisket and all of this shit you need to be in the friend zone if you got a woman to come over and she making a plate for brisket and ribs and chicken he's like ain't no bitch eating all that meat where the nigga at that you about to take this home to right figure out who's there to take from you and who's there to pour into you and I think one of the things that I have to, I continuously try to work on is when those people, like there's been times where I ask people, hey, this is what we need to do for this to be successful. And they'll say, yes, I can do it. But it's hard, just as hard as it is for me to cut those people or put these people in a certain place, it seems like it's just as hard as for those people to say, I can't. It's easy for them to say, I can, not understanding that I can may, it, it automatically enables that person to start depending on you because you said, I can't. But they don't realize how important it is to come back and say, I can't, I won't, and probably never will. Because then it also enables you to be able to say, well, I don't think this relationship or this friendship or whatever situation is going to work out. Like you said, because we fear not being enough. We fear hurting somebody's feelings. And that's the thing that I continuously learn and I'm, I'm continuously learning to say and do is the people who you know and you see that they're not honoring their promises or their agreements, you have to cut them. And the funny thing about it is we are scared to do those things because we're scared about the backlash or how that person is going to feel, maybe what they're going to say about you, maybe how they're going to spew your name. But you got to do what's best for you. You know, I, I was having this conversation yesterday. I was talking about a company that uh, that we were we were cons just uh, a business thing that we were considering dissolving uh, because of a, a, because of be it hasn't been being used. Yeah. Uh, and so I was asked, well, uh, what about this and what about this and what about this person? And then I was asked, do you have any kind of partnerships or anything in this company? And I said, no. And you know, and then they said, is there anybody that's going to come back and say this, blah, blah. And I said, no, the way that we would run a company, the way that we run any company is 
if somebody gets something, if somebody gets like equity uh, from a company, they get equity in exchange for what was put on a piece of paper that they were getting that in exchange for. And it doesn't matter what goes on a piece of paper. If some that says that this person is getting this in exchange for this, if they're not doing that job, then they don't get that equity. It's it's really that simple. The, the person has to do this. And so whenever you think about life from that standpoint, yes, if you bring somebody into your life to do something, then that person needs to do it. And if that person doesn't do it and doesn't do the thing, we had, a, a, real quick, we had a new cameraman. We had a new cameraman. Um, that I had a cameraman that just wouldn't show. And I mean, we would have to reschedule and reschedule and just never could get anywhere with this cameraman. So I brought on a new cameraman and just paid him for a simple weekend job and said, we're going to record about an hour of stuff. I need this. To, it's Friday, Saturday. I need this stuff edited. Yeah. Can you have it to me by Monday? Yes, I can have it to you by Monday. So what happens on Monday? I don't fucking get it. That's the worst. On Tuesday, it's, I'm sorry, I was sick. I'll have it to you by the end of the day. We got it by the end of the day, Tuesday. But here's the thing. The first time that I used you, you did not follow through on your deadline. I don't give a fuck what the reason is. Yeah, that's true. You didn't follow through. That is going to tell me, that tells me right there, that you will always do this if i uh, my one of my buddies eddie steeples crab man from my name is earl we're doing a book and i told him that the book would be you know the format is going to take this time yeah this book can be done in x amount of time and i delivered in half the time that i said i was going to deliver and i delivered without i took responsibility and did it without even somebody following up with me yeah i got this much and i turned it into this and I said, here's the completed thing. And we never even had the follow-up. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to somebody who says, I can do this for you, and they will give you this much of why they didn't do it. Yeah. Instead of just coming through and saying, you know what? I, I should have just told you from the beginning that I couldn't do it. That's crazy. You know? and, it's so, and the funny thing about it is you'll hear people listen to this podcast. They'll see somebody... The people who are doing it will like the comments. They will. What I mean by that is the people who know, or maybe they don't fucking know, that it's them who are saying I can and know they can't. They'll see a meme. They'll see a quote. They'll see something and they'll be like, oh, they'll like that. And it's almost like they're oblivious to you are the motherfucker that people are talking about. (laughs) How do you not fucking know that you're that person? And then they'll go and repost it on their page. And, I and be, say something like, "Oh, I wish everybody, I wish, I wish everybody got this shit." It's you, bitch. It's you. It's you. <laughs> I want you, <laughs> man. We gotta wrap it up, man. Jason, I appreciate you for coming out, man. Of course, man. This I appreciate fun. It. It, it. It's funny because it's one of those things where you don't. I, I love being able to inform people, and then like you, are, like what I was saying, just tie it into fun in real life. You know, I think it's important to educate. I think it's important to have fun, but. To me, it's always good to have a podcast where it's real, people are real, people are honest, and it's transparent. Where can they find you if they want to look up more stuff about the Smarter app, man, and, and, and get on board? Uh, we're actually about to launch Smarter Marketing. We are in the rebuilding phase of the Smarter app. Smarter Marketing is about to launch so that we can start giving people the ability to use our software. So 
Uh, we'll put a link on your Facebook and everything for my website okay. and for the company. And that way, everybody that's listening to the podcast knows exactly where to go. All right. And you can find me at Sir Robert Pohl on Instagram, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. You can keep up with us. The reality is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Also, check out our website at www.therealityis. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, if you want to give us topics or things that you want to talk about or leave us an audio message or an email, you can hit us up at info at the reality is again that's t-h-a the reality is and uh let us know what you think about the show man other than that always remember inhale courage to excel success and be blessed and thanks to the listeners for always listening and supporting me man love you guys Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.